following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. Welcome to Pilgrim's Progress. It's prayer meeting time. You're welcome to call live 
877-534-0780 and pray live online with me. Peter and the other apostles were listening to people's response to the falling of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. As the people heard, they were cut to the heart, and they said to Peter, Brothers, what shall we do? And Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, The promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. With many other words he warned them. He pleaded with them, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. And those who gladly accepted his message were baptized And about 3,000 were added to their number that day. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and prayer. Everyone was filled with awe, and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common selling their possessions and goods they gave to anyone as he had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes, and they ate together with glad and and sincere hearts, praising God, enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. This was the building up of the body of Jesus Christ. The church is not an institution. The church is not a culture. Church is not a building. The church is a body, the body of Jesus Christ, and he is the head. Now, what have we done in America? In America, we've made church a business. Well, what is it called when a church or a body is made into a business? Don't we call that in America prostitution? The American church has prostituted the body of Jesus. And it's time for a great reformation It's time for a great revival of godliness. And God is in the process of dismantling the American church. And he's going to build a new church. A new church that is a true body of his, of Jesus. Not an institution, not a business, not a culture, but a vibrant, living body. I call you today to pray for the church. Almighty God, we come to pray. 
we come to share our heart and to cry out to you. For, Lord, we have sinned against you. All of us have at some time or other just sat in the pews, bumps on a log, servicing the institution, but not a living, vibrant body. I'm asking, Jesus, in your mighty name, would you utterly dismantle the business of church in America? Would you utterly dismantle the institution of church? Would you utterly dismantle the culture of church? And would you change us back into your body? Lord, I pray for your church today. I know you love your people. And I know that during this time of dismantling, we need to flee to you, Jesus. I know many are not coming to you. They're, they're drifting away because they don't have their institution. They don't have their church pew. Lord, change us. Raise up the body of Jesus once more in America. Let the power of the Holy Spirit come upon us. Come, Lord Jesus. I pray in your holy name. Amen. Well, you're welcome to call and pray. Our phone number, 877-534-0780. Are you concerned about the church? Do you understand what I'm saying to you? I am desperately concerned about, about the body of Christ, the ecclesia, the called out ones. There are gifts of the Spirit, apostles, prophets. Hold just a minute. Yes. Yes. Uh, no, you need to call the phone number. You called my personal cell phone. Call 877-534-0780, okay? Thanks. Okay, we have a call. That was a call also from a listener who wanted to pray, but they called my cell phone number. It's okay. I understand. Okay, we have a caller. Please pray. Okay. okay. <clears throat> Father, we need you. Please take full control in our nation, especially in our churches. I pray for those who are saved that there would be a hunger and thirst after righteousness, that we would not be distracted with the things of this life, that we would not yes. be tolerant of sin, but that we would be filled with your spirit and your love. You've called us to reach those who are unsaved. You've called us to uh, give to the poor and care for the persecuted. And I pray that you'd give that burden <laughs> to more of your people. Yes. That, that we would be serving you with all our hearts. We belong to you and our lives are not our own. 
please accomplish your purposes through us. And for those who are not saved, please open their eyes. Many are deceived in the thinking that they're saved in their sin. And uh, sometimes other Christians will come and uh, comfort them in that sin. Yes. And I'm burdened for them because they don't truly know you. They haven't really repented. Please have mercy and draw them to the truth. I pray that the truth of your word would be preached in churches across our nation and that many would come to repentance. I pray for mercy, and if it's necessary, bring judgment, however much is necessary for revival that leads to repentance. Yes. And I pray for our government, for the salvation of those who are in um, in office, that you'd give them wisdom. I pray that you would take full control I pray that you bring a revival in all areas of our country. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, sister. God bless you. Bless you. Oh, Lord. Yes, welcome. Welcome. Please pray. Thank you, brother. Our Father, who are in heaven, come to you this day, Lord. We humble ourselves before your presence. Yours is the glory, Lord. Blessed be your name. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity we have today of bringing our concerns before you in front of many, Lord. We know that societies around the world in time and history have not had that freedom. We know, I know, that because of these my words, the heads will fall off the shoulders in the biggest part of history, Lord. So I thank you that I can come clear before your presence in total freedom, Lord, that I am not afraid that someone will pull me to jail and maybe execute me or throw me to the lions or burn me alive. I give you thanks, Lord, for such freedoms. And at the same time, Lord, I am really, really concerned because People live unaware of such truth. People live like turning their backs to what already has happened in this world. Just to fulfill the words of King Solomon, that if we get to that time again, it won't be anything new under the sky. Ignorance have not been new under the sky either. So ignorance ignorance is what will make us feel amazed of seeing such things as new. I ask you, Lord, that you will put that word of knowledge, that you will remove all that specific ignorance, Lord, 
from the minds and hearts of those who are called themselves Christians. I know, Lord, it is written in your Bible that better be not to have walked in the way at all, to have walked in it and abandoned it, Lord. And I believe you consider those that have walked in it and abandoned it, those who call themselves Christians, because they have had gain out of calling themselves Christians in a place that they will be treated like brothers and behaving like worldly people in the world. So they will reap the best harvest of both worlds, but there is no such a thing because you have denied, you have said, he who do not, who, he who is not with me is against me. But they, they have participated, Lord, consciously and unconsciously of that ignorance. So that's why I ask you, Lord, that you will remove all ignorance, Lord, from those who claim themselves to be Christians because heavy, heavy, Lord, is the punishment for those who behave in such way they are not and stepping stone but a stumbling block, Lord, for many which at the same time comes in to participate to really be transformed and they simply take another way because they don't have examples. They don't have anyone to imitate and thus they have the wrong knowledge of you Lord. Lord I ask you that you will remove that ignorance so everybody will be fully aware of what they are doing so we we won't be like those crucifying the Christ we won't be like them that they didn't know what they were doing these ones are far worse this one have seen this one have heard this one have read from your word many bible have your explicit words in red what is it what they have not understood Remove that ignorance, Lord, because if you are to come today, great will be the massacre, Lord. Many, Lord, will claim, as it is written in your Bible, but Lord, have we not known you? Have we not performed these acts in your name? And many will have to hear, depart from me, evildoers. I have never known you. Lord, we ask you that you will raise brave pastors, Lord. Lord, in the book of Jeremiah, there is a section for pastors, unfortunately, for pastors that have not taken care of their sheep the way they should have. 
is the same passage that applies to us today, because the the prophet Jeremiah was not talking about pastors in the wilderness with the literal sheep. The pastor Jeremiah was talking about the leaders of the people, that they were not practicing justice. They were to be always in bravery. They were unfair. They will rather kill the innocent and deem innocent the guilty for a few coins. They will ignore your commandments. They will do what they prefer to do. They will find justice by their hands and not by your will, Lord. Isn't that the same case in which we are today? Everything we want, we go after. We don't wait on you, Lord. We don't sit. We don't turn our backs to our own worldly knowledge and wait on you in every situation, Lord. We have turned our backs to you, Lord. Lord, bring, Lord, every removal of that ignorance, Lord. On top of that, Lord, I know there are many that are not ignorant. They are plain, wicked, and disobedient, claiming to participate of your grace and taking advantage, Lord. Lord, for those I know will be reserved the darkness, Lord. Lord, I ask you that you will raise brave pastors, pastors that will not be afraid to proclaim your truth, pastors that will not be ignorant of this I have spoken about, and they will trust in you, Lord. We know we are approaching bad times, Lord, but isn't for these times that you have called your pastors? What is the work of the pastor other than face whatever comes to the sheep? You are the good pastor. You are the one that will lay his life for the for his sheep. You are the standard for those who proclaim themselves pastors, leaders, guiders of the congregations, Lord. We ask you that you will raise them inside government, Lord. Who is the highest government, if not you? Isn't it you who have put in power all governments in this world? I ask you, Lord, that you will raise that kind of pastors, Lord. Lord, at the same time, I give you thanks for this pastor we have. Because for many years, I was a church jumper. And many stood in the pulpit and criticized such thing. And I understand that many people are just wandering around. But that was not my case. I was looking for a sincere church. Finally, I quit being a church jumper. I just didn't visit anyone. 
after visiting all around my area. Many will ask for credentials. Many will ask for some kind of subscription. Many will ask for like a, to be a club member. Who is our credential? If not you and the fruit that we bear because of you, Lord. Yes. Lord, we ask you that you will remove that kind of endurance and that you will really thrown to the fire the disobedience, the blackmailing of your world. Every time you talk to someone and you advise and you give a simple advice of not doing this, brother, this is not in favor of Christ, does not in favor of you, then they start articulating Christian language for their condemnation. It would be better if they don't know anything, but they articulate Christian language, trying to avoid, to have to recognize their sin. Yes. That would be to their condemnation. I ask you that you will remove that kind of ignorance and that you will take away, you will clean the way yes. of all opportunist disobedience, Lord. Yes. Lord, we thank you for our brother Ray, which have been brave enough that for many years. He just have a few subscribers, Lord, and many will turn their backs on him because of the truth that you have put in his mouth, just like in Jeremiah's, Lord. Lord, we thank you, because out of that many, we have come to hear your word through him, Lord. Lord, in Jesus' name, we ask all these things. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Phone number 877-534-0780. The lines are all wide open. You're welcome to call. You're welcome to pray. Lord, as I pray, I recognize... How do I even talk about it? an intellectual kind of gospel that has almost swept the church in America totally away. We've gotten the God language down, but we still walk in darkness and sin. Lord, I plead with you. Would you move the gospel for America out of the intellect and into the heart? Would you cause us to walk in obedience to what we know? Lord, it's time to walk the walk and not put up a, a flurry of God words 
that are just pretense or just some sentimental deal. Lord, I pray that you will come in mighty power and minister to your people today. The church is in a desperate situation in America. We are being dismantled. And Lord, many are walking away. Many are now in the habit of not going to church. For Lord, it was just habit before. But now they found other social outlets and they found other entertainment. Lord, I pray for that remnant that they will flee to you, Jesus, that they will hide in the prayer closet, that they will hide in your word, that they will cry out to you for the church. For, Lord, we're in a desperate, desperate crisis in America. Lord, I know it's the whole Western world, but, Lord, I don't live in the Western world. I live in America. I know the American church. Oh, Lord, there has to be a change. There has to be a change. There's going to have to be a great reformation of faith, a studying of the doctrine, a release in the spirit, and the joy of overcoming and walking out in daily life, not in institutions, but in daily life, walking out the gospel of Jesus, healing the sick, telling the story of the gospel, sharing our own personal heart, bringing many to salvation. Lord, every day people should be coming and joining the church, the ecclesia, the body of Christ, not the institution. Oh, Lord. I plead for your mercy as you dismantle the American church. I plead for your mercy. I ask that we will run to you, Jesus. For I have found that you are a safe haven. That you carry out your word with absolute faithfulness and fidelity. Lord, I love you. I worship you. Your kingdom must come in power in America. Your authority must be exercised over your people in power. Lord, let your kingdom come in power. Let your will be done. Lord, let your will be done. Thank you, Jesus. I pray in your name. You're welcome to call and pray. Mr. Producer, do we have any calls? Well, the number is 877-534-0780. Are you disturbed or upset by how I'm praying and, and what I've said today about the dismantling of the church? Don't you see it with your own eyes? Don't you see 
the dismantling, not the not the destruction, not the demolition, but it's being taken apart. And we're going to go through some very painful and difficult times as the church is, is to be rebuilt. It's going to require a whole different approach to church. It's going to require we drop the institutionalism and we become a living body, loving and caring for each other, praying for one another, ministering the gospel of Jesus on the streets and in the homes and the businesses with people daily coming to Jesus, baptizing. Have you ever baptized someone? It's time for you to baptize somebody. You don't have to be in a a church baptismal tank. You've got the, the rivers, the lakes, the bathtubs. There's nothing in the scripture that says a pastor has to be the one who baptizes a man or woman or boy or girl who comes to Jesus. I watched one one person baptize someone in a river and they said to them, are you ready to die for Jesus? Yes. Okay. Die now in Jesus and be crucified with him. And they baptized them. And they came up out of the water. This was not in America. They began to pray for them to have the Holy Spirit fall upon them. And the Holy Spirit fell on them. And they went out and baptized others. This is how the church spread so quickly among the early church. I challenge you, read the book of Acts. See for yourselves what the church is supposed to look like. Not an institution, but a body with members of the body, with different gifts, fulfilling the function of a body. The hands, the feet, the heart, the head. Jesus is the head of the body. Read Acts. And say, how can I begin to live like this? How can I live the church like Acts? And then eagerly begin to wait upon the Lord for the fulfillment of Pentecost in your life. Well, this is prayer meeting. If you're going to pray, now's the time. Quickly call 877 877- Five three four zero seven eight zero. I'm waiting on you. The phone lines are open. Would you like to pray today? Will you throw the hand of the devil off your mouth? Take your courage and call and pray as best you can. 
Oh, pastor, I don't know what to say. Well, you don't have to know what to say. Just open your mouth and the Spirit of God will begin to pour out in your prayer. Let your heart cry out in prayer to God. So we wait on you. Lord, I pray for those who are listening today on the radio and on the internet. And Lord, I ask that today in Washington, D.C., you would begin, even as you're dismantling the church, would you begin to build your church? Would you begin to build it here and now? Moving men and women to cry out to you. Lord, I miss men and women who are willing to risk everything to pray, who have passion, who have their whole being poured out before your throne of grace because you are a God who hears the prayer and you answer our prayers, almighty God. We've wasted our time praying formal, heartless, emotionless prayers, O God. Would you look with pity upon us? Lord, would you look with pity and mercy upon me? Lord, will you move in the hearts of your people? Lord, I know we're going to go through a time and we've been going through that desert time. A very dry time. But I know your Holy Spirit is coming. I know you're going to pour out your Spirit in D.C. Lord, I pray for that to begin now. I stand by faith on your word, Jesus. You said, wait for the promise of the Holy Spirit. Lord, I come today on this very public place and declare that I am waiting upon you for the fullness of the Holy Spirit to begin the rebuilding process of your church, of a new church. Not the old wineskins, but new wineskins. Lord, would you come? I worship you, I praise you, I honor you. I thank you that you've not allowed us to continue down this road of foolishness and institutionalism, culture, that you've said enough. That you have said no more prostituting the body of Christ. No more making church a business. Oh, Lord. I plead your mercy today for the church. I plead your mercy for me and for those listening. I pray, Lord, that you will give the church a backbone to rise up as a people, as a body, and say, enough of this wickedness. We're done with it. Enough of the 
of the Sodomites were done with it. We stand by faith, Jesus, in your name that you will do this. Thank you, Lord, I pray. Amen. We have a caller who'd like to pray. Yes, welcome. Please pray. Hello, Pastor. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Please pray. All right. Thank you, God, for today. I thank you for the pastor. I thank you for his family. I thank you, Jesus, for America. I thank you, Jesus, for our church. Please yes. give us the power to continue in this way. Jesus, please allow us to be in your presence every day. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, We Jesus. are in your presence now. You are here touching us. Thank you, Jesus, for every people right now that is listening to us. Oh, Jesus. I want you to please heal the sick. I want you to please do the miracle in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. That's it, Pastor. Thank you. Thank you. Our number is 877-534-0780. You're welcome to call and pray. We have time for probably one more phone call. Is the Lord prompting you to pray? Have you been obedient? Call now. 877-534-0780. Lord, we just wait before you. And I worship you and praise you and honor you. I glorify your mighty name. I know the best days of the church are just in front of us. I know the best days of winning the lost are just ahead of us. Lord, I know your Holy Spirit is coming for America because you love this nation and you love your people. And I just come boldly before your throne and I declare I bind the powers of darkness that stand opposed to the church in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yes, welcome. Please pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ's name, I thank you for, as I was driving to hear this message, dear Heavenly Father, that help us not to be ignorant of you, of you, of you, dear Heavenly Father. Help us to be strong warriors for you, dear Lord, yes. in our world today. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you, and I, I praise your name, but dear Heavenly Father, not in my strength, but your strength, dear Lord. Let your will be done. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, sister. She prayed the most important prayer any person can pray. Thy will be done. Lord, I just agree with her. And I agree with my brother, Gino, Jose. 
we're pleading with you for sending the Holy Spirit and opening the hearts and minds of your church and creating a new church. Lord, please come. Well, we have time for one more quick call. My sister prayed very short but very important prayer. Thy will be done. That's my prayer with her. And my prayer with Jose, that the ignorance would be taken away, that we would be drawn into the prayer closet and drawn into the scriptures, and we would study and understand and that the Holy Spirit would teach us the way of the cross. We have to do this. There has to be a new beginning. Let today be marked on the calendar as a new beginning for the church in Washington, D.C. Do you agree? It'll be led by the Holy Spirit. The head is Jesus Christ. And he's come to convict the world of sin. But he needs people who will stand, who have backbones. Who will not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel of the kingdom of heaven. Good, we have one more caller. Welcome, please pray. Thank you, brother. Do you hear me? Yes. Please pray. Thank you, brother. brother, I I am the one trying to improve my, my language. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to pray in this precious ministry. Thank you for allowing us to find this man of God. You know our heart. You know for how many years we were looking for someone to to share our mission, to share our love for you. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to meet this man. Thank you, Father. Father, I don't get tired to thank you for the thing you have blessed us. And forgive us when we commit the mistake to focus our attention in your blessings instead of you. Forgive us our trespasses. Give us love to keep working the way you want, the way this man of God is preaching for so many years. Justice, Father, righteousness, love, our blessings. Our church in America is missing nowadays. Father, what a blessing we receive. We are those who cannot stand in silence 
while the invitation to pray for America is is on. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Father, I don't want to be a hypocrite to pray for the whole country. I won't pray for the whole country, Father. We are praying for you, for the ones that are ready to follow you, and for the one who will follow you tomorrow, even though they are a little amount in this more than 300 millions living in our country. We ask you, Father, I ask Abraham, ask you to have mercy on us, Yes. Because for sure, there will be more than 10 in this city, Father, in this country, for you to forgive us, have mercy on us. We are nothing without you, Father, nothing. You are everything to us. Father, it's hard for, for us to pray. It's very hard. For us to express what we feel when we think about how many Christian sons there are out there, thousands, thousands and thousands of Christian sons, and what a difficult situation is to find a Christian out there, Father. What a difficult situation. I'm not complaining, Father. I'm just sharing our sadness about it. Like our Pastor Ray shared it every day. Allow us to be strong, to be faithful, to be full of you in such a way that is no space for us to the world and to the devil. Yes. Let us walk as clean as our pastor have been calling our people to live. Yes, we do believe. As he believes, we can come clean to you. For those who are listening now, Father, allow us to share. We used to be the most sinners of all out there in the world. And now, we can say we come in clean to you. Yes. Thank you for the opportunity to hear hear it for the first time in our life. Now we can say without proud but humbleness we come to you clean waiting for you to show us the way 
towards the purpose you have for our life. Yes. What a beautiful thing would be tomorrow when America come to his senses to hear us pray like if it was in the past someone dying Pastor Ray Greenlee calling for an assembly to pray for America and that would be beautiful history for this country thank you Father for the opportunity to be here Yes. Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, dear brother. Well, that's all the time we have today. You've been listening to Pilgrim's Progress, Monday through Friday from 1 to 2 on Weva uh, AM, and here on the YouTube Please, if you're on the YouTube, subscribe and check the like button. That helps Google spread the message. I love you all. I look forward to hearing from you soon. God bless you. To keep you from falling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy. With great joy Now unto him who is able To keep you from falling And to present you blameless Before the presence of his glory With great joy With Jesus.